You want to make your fantasy sports league more than a fantasy? Then you need Trophy Smack. It's the number one store for fantasy and tournament trophies, belts, draft boards, loser awards, and other ridiculous products. Trophy Smack is more than just a trophy company with outstanding customer service and products. It's the very essence and heart of every fantasy league. And if you click now, trophysmack.com gives you free shipping, a free loser poster, and can have the hardware to you in a few days. Bragging rights included. Go to trophysmack.com right now and take your fantasy league to the next level. It's about to be a jovial 60 minutes, my dude. And you hear right now, right now, what you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all the places. And you hear right now, right now, what you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all when the dynasty, but does she like me? Feel like a plumber sleeping. Now that's a pipe dream for the right fee. I might be entitled to the title, be on top like the cherry of an ice cream. Sunday, Sundays, that's the one day I can come play, come play, never complain. Cause I know the boys gon' drop a pod, prop up my squad so I can talk a lot. But here we go again, it's a new year. Rookies flowing in, it's some new tears. Who here to do fear? Bounce bells off of their chest like boutonnieres. It's a new year. Happy hour, yeah, yeah Let me ask you this, are you trying to get picks? Are you trying to get rich? Are you trying to get ships? Then you're trying to get this And you hear right now, right now What you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all the places And you hear right now, right now What you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour presented by Fantasy Points. Just a head up, heads up, if you go on fantasypoints.com, they are doing a pre-order where you can save 25%, is it, Tyler? Yeah, you can do 25% with an early bird. Uh, yeah, everything that you're going to to probably sign up for in, in say, the spring during draft time, because, you know, you get Greg Cassell's draft kit, draft kit which, which is, is awesome. a must. I mean, Greg Cassell is one of the goats, and... If you want some knowledgeable information, that is the route to go. But yeah, it, you get that for 25% off. We all know you're going to get it later on. So save a little money. Go get it right now. Yeah. New Year's resolution. Save 25% on fantasypoints.com. Just go ahead and do it. Boys, it is championship week. Uh, it, it was, uh, you know, this has been a weird season. I think we can all agree on that. And we saw some, you know, crazy performances of guys that, Maybe you didn't even roster going into just a few weeks ago and you maybe played them because of, you know, this COVID-19, there's injuries. Um, I had to start Zay Jones in a fantasy championship and it worked out. So I was happy about that. But that's yeah. the kind of year it is in 2021. And, uh, you know, it looks like Tyler and I are going to take down an industry league, which we've been we've been working for for a couple of years. So it looks like that's going to come to fruition. So I'm pumped about that. My home dynasty league, I've been in the championship now six straight years. I won the first three, lost two in a row. We'll see what happens. There's still a lot of time to play. James, we were talking about some of the leagues that you're in. Um, you know, the biggest thing for me is like, I'm super excited about 2022. Like, I look at my teams. My teams that I lost last week are scoring the most points in the league and I'm winning third place. And these are teams that I have like Christian McCaffrey, Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins on IR. 
Um, so I'm feeling really good about 2022. But, uh, you know, championship week is, is always a lot of fun. It's always a little wild. And we are going to recap it for you. But before we do that, I, you know, it was the holiday season. We haven't talked since Christmas time. New Year's was just a few days ago. So, James, give me the recap. What's been going on with you in the last week or so? I've been battling in the in the fantasy playoffs, obviously. I mean, we're champions here, right? That's what we do. Um, yeah. Unless in, you're rebuilding. I mean. Yeah, unless you're rebuilding. Rebuilding. <laughs> A uh, couple of couple of leagues. I'm uh, going up in the finals. I was in six semifinals and I uh, lost two of those. And uh, it's going pretty good, man. New Year is uh, bringing great things already because uh, I think I'm winning. Nice, Tyler. What's new with you over there? We haven't talked much. It's been a wild week. We usually it, get on and game been, at night. It's been quiet. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's been it's been a good holiday. It's been a fun holiday. Busy, like you said. We didn't have chasing points last week because my internet was down for five days like how how did you even survive i don't know (laughs) he bothered us it's it's how can you even take a shower with no internet nowadays i i legit (laughs) had to to cut open what is it on star wars that he hides in uh the tauntaun the tauntaun tauntaun. i had to cut open a tauntaun and and hang out in there while our internet was getting fixed for five days it's warm it's the smell though I mean, smells you, better on the you outside, think they, right? Yeah, you think they smell bad on the outside. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's been a crazy week. It's been fun. But chasing points, everybody, is done because we are full time again. We Yay! are back. We're going every week, and we got a lot of great stuff in store, a lot of good info you're going to want to get and, and need. I mean, our, our 2020 draft class, you know, film watching and all that stuff is going to be coming up quick. A lot of people declaring Matt Coral avoiding Coral. a major Coral. injury. He avoided so that. My knee X-rays, X-rays were negative. Yes. It's all good. So his draft stock, same put. So it looks like all the major prospects are avoiding major hits. Nice. But yeah, it's going to be fun. Like Doug said, trade addict seven. We're battling Riley. We look pretty good right now. Uh, My son gets to call me daddy again. Yeah, it's it's been it's been a ride in that league. It's been fun, and uh, yeah, I mean it, it's it's all worth it in the end when you win a title. I'm gonna probably lose to a good friend of mine that is in. Uh, it's called Hold the Mayo. It's a Mayo Clinic league, and I'm probably gonna lose to him. He won it the first year. I won it two years after that, and now we were back at it in the championship. And it looks like he won because of uh, the sun god himself. <laughs> Ooh, Amon Ra. It'll be interesting. Uh, the sun god. Next week, I believe, Tyler, we're redrafting the rookie class. So it's going to be interesting yes, where, where the sun god himself ends up in that uh, in that redraft. That's going to be a fun, fun episode. I did want to give a shout out to the Chasing Points guys, to Chase Vernon, for filling in for us every other week during the season. You guys are awesome, and we appreciate you. I am happy to be back full-time. This is when you have that energy transfer of like the end of the season. You're kind of like, eh, and then the season ends and then dynasty starts up and you get that, like that injection of energy again, of trades, trades here, trades there. Just wait, everybody, everybody's inbox. When you this, see well, my this, team name, this week in <laughs> trades has been crazy because in a lot of leagues that yeah. we're in trading has been open. So people are, I would say overpaying to try and win a championship, which yep. I totally understand. So, you know, I'm sure some of us took advantage of that. I had some pretty juicy offers out there, um, and I took advantage of a couple. And then some I was like, mm. so, you know, that's always an interesting twist. In my home dynasty league, we have trading shut off. 
uh, a few weeks ago, but there's there's leagues that you could trade right up until today if you wanted to. Uh, so that always makes it a little wild. So you can always kind of get a boon in value for your players. But yep. let's roll into this week. I want to try to keep this as not sweet and short. You know, obviously, if we want to talk about some cool things that happened, absolutely. But I will give you the recap of the game, kind of give you an overlook. And then you guys feel free. I'll, I'll bring in, chime in if you got any observations or anything that stood out to you in the game. We'll obviously talk about it. So let's start off. There was nine one o'clock games today, which was awesome for if you sat on your ass like me and watched Red Zone all day, because <laughs> that's all I did for the last time this season. Uh, so I made a point to be able to do that today. Uh, it was the Bills versus the Falcons. In this one, you know, it's really interesting to see Devin Singletary at the end of the season take over this backfield. He led the way, 23 carries, 110 yards, and two touchdowns. Josh Allen did not throw a touchdown in this game. Dawson Knox put up a bagel, so you're probably starting him. You're super disappointed. Stephon Diggs doesn't do anything extraordinary, but Josh Allen did rush for two touchdowns, which is always part of his ceiling when you bake yeah. that in. The Falcons, they, they were competitive for a while, like they have been in a lot of games, but I feel so bad for Matt Ryan. You know, no Calvin Ridley. The offensive line is in shambles, and I thought he's been playing, all things considered, yeah. okay. Uh, Kyle Pitts has a, a long 60-yard reception, pulled his hamstring, did come back into the game, went over 1,000 yards. So, Tyler, congrats. He went over 1,000 yards on the season. Next week, he has the opportunity to break the record with the extra week. So, it's kind of like can. an asterisk type thing. But hey, it is what hey, it is. Hey, I heard a podcast that said, hey, they were at 14 games before and everybody That's forgot fair. about it. That's so, there, there, there should be no asterisks. It's just how the league is. Yeah. Uh, for the Falcons, nothing special here. Russell Gage didn't do much. Mike Davis fell into the end zone. Cordero Patterson continued his kind of downslide at the end of the season. So it's like he was the hot name in the streets. He was a hot pickup, you know, in, in week four or five, six. Really rode you to some wins, but now he's done nothing. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Falcons do with the backfield. But James, what do you got here for the Bills and the Falcons? Devin Singletary. Yeah. He just took over uh, 23 carries, 110 yards, got in the end zone twice. Zach Moss, and I'm going to be the first one to say it, Tyler, so you don't bust my chops in the offseason. We weren't here last week. I would have said it last week, but Zach Moss is definitely donezo for me. Um, he's going to be one of those guys good. that I'm going to try to just slip in as an extra. Yes, here you go. Good. Here you go kind of thing. Uh, yeah, that hurts. And on the other side of the ball, we saw some Mike Davis action. So that was that was nice. He was running hard today. He looked good. He's a bowling. He's like the rolling ball of butcher knives, right? Like that's just the way that he runs. Kind of like old school Devonta Freeman. Like he runs hard. Um, but yeah, Tyler, anything for this game? This is your team, the Falcons. Have we heard anything about Calvin Ridley? Are you no. going out and trying to acquire him? Or are you selling him? I I don't know. Like it's that's it's tough, right? It's difficult for me. I do think he comes back and he does play next year but I don't know if it's with the Falcons and if it's not with the Falcons, who is it with? What is this target share going to look like? Because he was getting everything with Atlanta. I mean, they weren't really targeting gauge. It was Pitts, Calvin Ridley and Cordero Patterson back when, you know, the, the, the offense was actually humming. The The fact that he hasn't said anything is disturbing to me. And, and it's starting to get to the point where it's like, okay, you know, is it the team not trying to get a hold of him? Is it him not contacting the team? But if you're employer, because he is, quote unquote, an employer, you would think that he would try to keep in contact with them and keep up to date with them. And that, to me, is is kind of a hard pill to swallow. I've bought Ridley in a ton of spots. And there was actually one spot I was actually thinking about giving Darnell Mooney for Ridley. And it's a rebuild. It's UDPL. And I couldn't do it. 
like I couldn't give up Mooney for Ridley just because the age difference, A, and then B, the uncertainty of is he coming back? Is he actually going to retire? Does he like the his life without football? And yeah. does football mean that much? And the fact that he hasn't contacted the team or anything kind of makes me feel a little sick to my stomach about his his true love for football. And going back to the Falcons, they need a running back. Uh, the fact that they traded with Denver and then they took Richie Grant in front of, you know, they took Richie Grant instead of Javante as well because they had two picks. Yeah. If Javante was in Atlanta, oh my God, like amazing. Like I get their offensive line is actually very comparable to Denver. Like they're two offensive lines, but man, Javante on that turf would have been great to see. Atlanta, you you messed up. You should have drafted a running back because this is what an offense looks like when you can't have Matt Ryan do play action. And when you can't do play action and the teams aren't really scared of you, you get no time to throw to Kyle Pitts. But hey, Kyle Pitts, over a thousand yards. It was inconsistent, but it happened. I think this is this is a building year, personally. I think Pitts is gonna be better. You even have Kelsey saying, you know, this guy's gonna break my record. So these mean nothing. To Kelsey, like he broke a record and Kelsey's like, Pitts is going to break it anyway. So what's yeah. the difference? Yeah, I agree. You know, good for Pitts. Cool. One touchdown. Hopefully there's only yeah. there's only everywhere to go. He's taking over the Julio Jones role and not scoring touchdowns. So hopefully next year. Uh, hey, four. Some positive regression. Usually it's four or five. True. So there will be some yeah. positive regression. There you go. True, true. All right, let's get into the next game. Uh, we're going to talk about James's Giants. We don't oh, need but, to talk. We, we, what? Singletary. Yeah. Fool's gold next year. If you have the chance to trade him, like, I mean, we've seen a sample okay. share. We've seen it enough. This could be the, Hey, pinnacle. it's cold, cold weather type thing. And it's end the of the season. Of Devin Singletary's career finally showed up for fantasy. Yeah, we'll see. That'll be an interesting, uh, interesting thing to follow in the off season. Interesting indeed. So let's transition over to James's team, the giants. Now we don't need to talk too long about them. They put up three points. They looked like complete garbage. But Saquon Barkley went over 100 yards for the first time in a long time. We know this team, the pieces that they have on this team going into next year. They have Kadarius. They have Kenny Galladay. Evan Ingram is a free agent. They still have Darius Slayton. Sterling Shepard will be back, I believe. So I think there's I think there's a, a chance for New England, or not New England, New York, to bounce back next year. Um, but it was encouraging seeing Barkley go over 100 yards for the first time since I can remember. For the Bears, you know, David Montgomery doesn't have a great day, but he does score a couple of touchdowns. Darnell Mooney. A nice bounce back. He's had a few, uh, you know, low weeks, seven for 69 and a touchdown. Um, I'm really interested to see where Allen Robinson ends up next year. I think it's just a lost season for him between injuries, COVID, and just not being able to get it going. What I saw from Allen Robinson, um, I was at one of the games. I thought he still looked like Allen Robinson. So that's a player that, um, you know, if you're on a win now team, you might be able to go out and acquire relatively inexpensively. You know, he's a free agent, so he's going to get to hit his choice of where he's going to go. Um, and I think he he can still be a wide receiver one in this league. Uh, but James, I'll let you take over for this one. Giants Bears. Giants Bears. David Montgomery, amazing. All right, you you won the lottery with him if you have him on your team. Um, and and that's pretty much it. Like you, I know you mentioned Saquon Barkley. It's really nice for him to see to see twenty one carries, hit one hundred and two yards. Um, only got one target. So still very, very concerning. Last couple of weeks, he hasn't had any work in the passing game. Yeah, Lennon also only threw it 11 times. Regardless. And he had four I mean, completions. So let's that, yeah. let's not go. Listen, I mean, Lennon, Lennon can, can see I over the offensive piece? line. Jeez. and that's Tyler, let's James talk. 
It's his team. Jesus. It's his team. You shut your mouth. Take a ticket and stand in line. I can't even go to the deli and get a sandwich without this guy bumping into me, knocking me over, cutting me off. Whiz wit uh, or whiz without. Yeah, whiz wit. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm missing the old Barkley. It's still yet to see whether or not he can become that. Um, the Giants have a lot of work. Offensive line, quarterback, coaching, coaching, GM. <laughs> there, there's a lot of things going on. Two first round picks. Great. Yeah. Great. We need all the help we can get. Um, hopefully one of them doesn't get traded away. You know, we, we actually take advantage of those first rounders this year and we'll, we'll see. It's a work in progress. I'm not expecting anything from the giants for at least the next two years. So that's what scares me away with Saquon Barkley. We touched on it in uh, week 15 when Tyler and I went back and forth a little bit about his trade, but like I was saying, Dave Montgomery, I, I love it. They're going to feed him the ball. They're going to continue to feed him the ball. Allen Robinson. I think he's done. I don't. I don't know if he no. could actually pick where he's going to go. He may get a couple of options and he'll on a, get a one-year on contract. Yeah, like I could see him yeah. winding up in like New England or something like that. Like those older of wide course. receivers that just wind up in New England. Um, that would be him. Mooney. Mooney has been the number one on this on this squad the whole year. It's not a surprise that he was the leading uh, receiver. Mm-hmm. Cole Komet was a little, little bit off. He had five targets. He missed one in the end zone, which really. Really All season, up my day. I mean, yeah. he, he hasn't caught a touchdown. <clears throat> yeah, but Jimmy, I, Jimmy Graham and Jesper Horstead have been sniping them. What yeah. a first name! And Graham only had one target today. Jesper, but, uh, love that. Yes, I don't know. I think Jesper. I think they they sh- they should hold on to Dalton for one more year, just in case Fields doesn't pan out. I mean, the fact that Dalton is actually showing up. I don't know. Uh, I mean, he showed up and played. He was 18 to 35. It's not the, like he was anything spectacular. The no. cards are out. Like, they're still out on all these rookie quarterbacks, except Mac Jones. I mean, Mr. Vanilla Ice Cream himself is as proven. He's vanilla ice cream. Hey, he's he could be that New York vanilla ice cream, which is amazing. So careful what you say there, Tyler. Careful. New York <laughs> vanilla ice cream is great. All right, let's <laughs> let's keep it moving because we got a lot of games. All right, the next one was the fantasy game of the day, like on paper, right? You see the Bengals, you see the Chiefs. This one was a wild, wild game. The Chiefs are up early. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is ruled out. Darrell Williams fills in really nicely with 14 carries, 88 yards on the ground, and two touchdowns. So if you put him in, congrats. You got an RB1. Awesome. Uh, You know, Patrick Mahomes has a good game. Tyree Kill, though, these last two weeks, if you won a championship and you had Tyree Kill on your roster, congrats, because he didn't do anything for you. Travis Kelsey comes back from the COVID list, scores a touchdown, but doesn't do much in yardage. He gets you about 10 points, which isn't spectacular. You know, we see a touchdown from Demarcus Robinson. But this is all about the Bengals. They came storming back. Jamar Chase has a historic... You know how we saw A.J. Brown take over the game last week for the Titans? Jamar Chase took over this game. 11 for 266 and three touchdowns. He set the rookie receiving record for yardage in a game. If you had Jamar Chase in your teams, like... Tyler and I did. We got some big dubs uh, this we week. Had and it was Burrow, awesome. We had the Burrow. We had the Burrow Chase <laughs> double up, and like every time I saw Chase score a touchdown, I could feel Riley's death, <laughs> like in Minnesota, just his soul leaving his body. Uh-huh. It's man. These last two weeks, Joe Burrow has over a thousand, a thousand yards, a thousand yards passing, yeah. and his completion percentage is like Doesn't seventy-five or eighty percent. Nine, uh, he had four, four last week, so eight touch. Joe Burrow, this is the Joe Burrow. This is his ceiling, and he did it in back-to-back games. 
I am so encouraged. And this is after the finger injury, guys. And he got hurt like five or six times today. But you Joe know what? Joe Burrow is freaking good. He's but looked you know, so good the last two. You weeks. know what the best thing about Burrow is? When he gets hurt, he doesn't lie on the ground like a couple quarterbacks that we talk about all the time. Burrow uh-huh. gets up. <laughs> and he Kyler. Keeps <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oof, man. Jamar Chase. If like we were, if you were able to buy him when everybody was saying he can't catch In the, the ball, season, yeah, like told you, you to won, buy one, like everybody, like everybody was like, oh, I would sell him for a 2022 first plus mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, Nico Collins, who was a preseason darling, and it's like, why, like this guy had, this guy was better than Jefferson in college, and he just and, broke Jefferson's rookie receiving record, yeah. That's... Which which was like hasn't been done. That season hasn't he broke what? Was it Anquan Bolden's record, which is old? He yeah. came in the year after Jefferson and was like, hold my beer. Yeah. I mean like the and the and then there was like rumors of Chase with his with the with his lady friend. There was so many buying opportunities for Jamar Chase, and he is proving that you know, and, we're gonna it, we're gonna read we're gonna read off rookies next week yeah. and, and we're gonna go through. But overall. Jamar Chase is the 101 in non-superflex, is my guess. And in rookie drafts, it's not even a question. Yeah, I think the thing with Chase is there's also the debate was, can T. Higgins exist? Can they coexist? And the answer is yes. Now, I know T. Higgins didn't have a great game today, but the last, you know, four out of the last five weeks for T. Higgins, he's been balling out too. So there is definitely enough to go around for Chase and Higgins to both be wide receiver ones in this offense. Joe Burrow is now the the leading passer for Cincinnati in a season. And he did it in the 17 games. He didn't need an extra game to do it. Like he he broke that record. And Joe Burrow, like this, having, if you have a lot of Bengals on a dynasty team, like we talk about UDP all the time. I have Burrow, Chase, Higgins, and Mixon. Like I'm smiling from ear to ear with that team. Just seeing what the the ceiling of that team is, um, is crazy. And Doug's actual name is uh, Coach Taylor. So that's why he owns yes. all those people. My middle on. name is Zach as well. Zach. Uh, James, did you have anything to add uh, with this game? Yeah, it's going to be a little interesting next season how the Kansas City is operating. We slowly see their game script switching from a very, very big pass heavy to a more run heavy kind of a game. I mean, Daryl Williams, out of nowhere, 14 for 88, two touchdowns crushed it it seemed like they wanted to run the ball and the commentator said it time and time again they wanted to run the ball downhill they changed their script uh it it seems that maybe Tyreek Hill didn't come fully back from when he was a little banged up earlier in the season and that may be why they're doing that and it kind of stalled out the uh offense on a couple drives I'm very interested to see what happens with CEH in the offseason and if they become a tandem like Gore did today three for 37. Is that CEH next season each week up against a good? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous for his value and uh, it might be a buying opportunity uh, for that. And that's about it. They need a wide receiver too. And that would be Alan Robinson. Like they need a big time wide receiver too. a big bodied guy. Josh Gordon did not work out. But Mahomes, you can clearly see he needs another option. And Sammy Watkins, as much as we like to to hate on him, I mean, Sammy in the playoffs last season helped. He was Mahomes a good fit out. for them. Yeah. yeah, he was a perfect fit, and that's what they need. They need a possession guy, and yep. 
I mean, this draft is chock full of wide receivers. And if say uh, a Wilson, Garrett Wilson from Ohio state comes in and, and becomes Kansas city's number two, whew, yeah, you're going to see that being a high draft pick. It's going to be a fun off season for receivers. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to the next game. Uh, the Tennessee Titans now the number one seed in the AFC, by the way, which is just wild to me because I don't, I don't think the Tennessee Titans are all that great. Um, but they blow out the Dolphins here. 34 to three Dolphins riding a seven game win streak. They're the only team in NFL history to lose seven straight and win seven straight in the same season. So congrats. Um, you know, Tua has a rough game here. Um, you yeah, know, he looks bad. Completion it was a wet, wet game. Wet yeah, game. way down. Jalen Waddle, you know, this was a great matchup for him. He goes three for 47 on seven targets. Devontae Parker, 13 targets, but only turns in four for 46. The Miami offense was just not good. I want to talk about the Titans. So the Titans win and they score 34 points with AJ Brown getting two catches for 41 yards after that awesome performance in his return last week where he did take over that game. You know, we see Anthony Fersker and Jeff Swain score. Cool. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Donta Foreman. So here's a guy that off the scrap heap, like I picked him up in a ton of dynasty leagues earlier this season, you know, because I was like, well, he's a backup to Derrick Henry. Henry was getting a little dinged up. So I got Foreman in some leagues, but Foreman's a guy that again, an Achilles injury ended his um, tenure in Houston. He tore his Achilles on a touchdown run of all things. And he's a couple years removed from it. And to me, Donta Foreman looks pretty good. Like he has that big body, almost the Garrett Blunt, Marshawn Lynch, Ramondre um, Stevenson, Ramondre Stevenson type of body to him. Where I'm like, Foreman is gonna, he's gonna stay in the league now. Hey, Atlanta, you had him on your roster. Yes, they did. <laughs> um, but he's been the perfect replacement for Derrick Henry. And you know, Tennessee's the number one seed in the AFC. They might get Henry back. Um, but Foreman has been really impressive, especially coming off that Achilles. And, and, you know, we've been saying it here for a few weeks now is that he's kind of setting the bar for what Cam Akers might be when he fully comes back. No, I agree. I agree. I love Foreman. Uh, I love Cam Akers. I love the takes. I hope Cam Akers makes a full return and we see him in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. um, but getting back, getting back to the Miami side of the ball, the Dolphins couldn't swim this week. It was water everywhere. They couldn't <laughs> yeah. swim. Uh, two had drowned pretty much in the backfield, got sacked four times. They couldn't run the ball against Tennessee's defense, and that, I think, stalled everything. Couldn't get the ball moving, couldn't open up play action, couldn't get Waddle involved, even on, on uh, wraparounds. Uh, it just didn't work this week. Like Tennessee knew it was coming, and they knew how to stop it, and they executed perfectly, and that's pretty much why Miami lost, and and two is going to deal with this going forward. Like these are just bumps in the road. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I think he's still in a very big learning process. Uh, didn't get much playing time last year. Was injured. This year is like really his first year as a as a, as the real quarterback in that system. So I'm giving him time. I'm giving him a, a pass. If anything, you know, that's that's about it. I'll, only players that I like from Miami are Tua, Kasiki, and Waddle. Everybody else, see you later. Bye. Yeah, that's completely fair. Let's move on to the next game. We got the Las Vegas Raiders last second field goal beating the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts offense in this one, Carson Wentz. I don't know what they just weren't really actively throwing the ball. Taylor has another good game. He has 108 yards on the ground. He scores a touchdown. Uh, so he has Edron James record. Yep, broke Edron James record. Uh, Michael edge. Pittman leads the team in targets goes catches all six for 47. 
Uh, it was a tough matchup for Pittman. The Raiders have been really good against wide receivers this season. T.Y. Hilton catches a really fluky touchdown for the for the yeah for the Don't Raiders. Chase those points. No, well, you can, if you're playing next week, then you got problems. But uh, you know, Las Vegas, Josh Jacobs carries the load, gets dinged up, gets you a touchdown, which is great. But you know, Hunter Renfro, a couple quiet weeks in a row, really redeemed himself. Almost quiet, had a second. seven for seventy-six, and a, and a touchdown is quiet for Hunter Renfro. Well, no, the last the last weeks two ago. weeks have been quiet uh, for Renfro, and then this week he almost had a second long touchdown, which would have really put him over the top. Um, I told you about my desperation Zay Jones play earlier because I was so beat up at wide receiver and it and it worked. So that made, makes me feel good. Other than that, there's not really much about this game that I really gleaned from it. So, Tyler, what do you have? I mean, Taylor is going to going to dominate. Wentz is holding this team back. And you can you can tell it's whole, like if they can stop the run, if anybody can stop the run, which seems impossible. They got to have Wentz beat him. And Wentz, I mean, it's it's a Jekyll and Hyde. Are, are, what Wentz are you going to get that game? Are you going to get the the terrible decision? And He's he, been in game manager mode the last couple of weeks. Yes, and you could tell they are definitely holding it back. Like, hey, let, let's not make any mistakes. Scared of turnovers. Yep, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's working. I mean, except for today. And the, the Raiders... I, I don't know what to think of the Raiders. Like they're who the weirdest team. They're so bad some weeks. They're okay some weeks, and then there's some weeks they look good. They're just a like, weird, weird team. They're without Waller. They they lost rugs. Uh they're they're probably gonna draft another receiver in the first round because <sighs> they need they need somebody. But hey, you know what? Zay Jones was a hot commodity his rookie year. He was a second round pick. He has lots of talent. Hey, second round pick in rookie drafts usually. And in the NFL draft by Buffalo, he just didn't pan out. Hey, Robert Woods didn't pan out Buffalo either. And look at Robert Woods. Zay Jones could be a really good late season stash and he could be their number two next year. Yeah, I picked him up for a minimum in the contract year league and I only signed him for one year. But I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll maybe I'll extend him and keep him. You never know. It's the kind of a player that's really super intriguing. You know, Brian Edwards doesn't look like he's it, unfortunately. Yeah, which pains me, which pains me. All right, let's get to the biggest score of the week. That was the New England Patriots dropping a 50-burger against the Jacksonville Jaguars, 50-10. to 10. Uh, Mac Jones has plenty of time. He scores three touchdowns. Pretty easy-peasy. Damian Harris gets you two touchdowns, only nine carries. Um, he was nursing a hamstring injury. Yeah, he looked a little one. banged up. Yeah, but he gives you two touchdowns. I think he's got 14 touchdowns on the season, which is phenomenal. Um, you know, he doesn't offer a lot through the passing game, but to be able to get 14 touchdowns from any running back is definitely a big deal. Ramondre Stevenson. Here's a guy that I I loved Stevenson going to the Patriots because he reminded me a little bit of LeGarrette Blunt meets Steven Jackson, but a little bit more nimble. He gets the majority of the workload here, 19 for 107 and two touchdowns. He's almost impossible to take down on first contact. He is yep. a quintessential Bill Belichick type of running back. He's Kareem Hunt. Um, that That's pretty much a comp. Kareem his Hunt, con- contact, yeah, his balance. contact balance isn't quite as good, and he, but, he, but he's more powerful. Yeah. Um, you know, other performances in this one, Jacoby Myers, second career touchdown. He has a nice day. Kendrick Bourne, uh, you know, he contributes. We didn't really see much else for Jacksonville. Uh, Laquan Treadwell again. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Treadwell has been averaging what? 70 yards a game over the last six weeks. Hey, Atlanta, you had him on your roster too. 
He had a sick, he had a ridiculous catch in this where he outmuscled the corner, and I was like, "Whoa!" Like Laquell, Laquan Treadwell looked like a first round receiver. Yeah. What do we think about this? Do we think that he sticks there and actually has a role, or is this yes. just a? I think the sample size for six weeks is like, I think he sticks. I I think he sticks. He will be twenty seven next season, and he heading could into be... his prime of his physical, you know, being. I mean, he still can't separate, but they're using him as he should have been used. Uh, the Minnesota couldn't do it. Atlanta, I don't know why they didn't allow him to to be used, but he just went through and landed on on the system. And I think I think Trevor Lawrence likes throwing him the ball because he's got actually he's got good mid. hands. He's, he's got leading good, the team hands. in targets. He's got he's got good hands. Uh, Laviska. I would not be shocked if he's actually traded next season to another team. I uh, that's not it. I mean, why not? Why can't he be it? This Jacksonville offense, though, tr- they need a coach that can help build Trevor Lawrence because he looks bad. Yeah, he's three more ter- three more picks today. He's making horrible decision decisions, like terrible choices. These interceptions he's throwing aren't fluky. They're all on him. I mean, yeah. it's it's bad. His decision making isn't great. His play action passing, the way he goes through his reads is not good. He's very slow on his reads. It's it, it's yike city for <laughs> what you spent on. Tra- I mean, I traded Jamar Chase to get Trevor Lawrence. Thankfully, thank you, Tyler. I traded Trevor Lawrence to get for Trey Lance, Lance, who we'll yeah. talk about later. Yeah. But I I fear for Trevor Lawrence. I mean, the hype was all over the place. I loved him. And now if I have him, I'm very nervous. Yeah. And I will tell you in this one, Nikhil Harry was a healthy scratch. And his replacement up off the practice squad, Christian Wilkerson, eight targets, four for 42 and two touchdowns. Nikhil Harry in New England is absolutely done. Hey, Laquan um, Treadwell. Did, did, you never know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's going to be interesting because they probably, I think they're probably going to release Harry or trade him for like a seventh round pick on draft day. Uh, because he just ain't it. I mean, he showed a couple of small flashes for the Pats, but I would be super interested to see if he could resurrect his career somewhere else. And I don't mind having him on the back end of my dynasty rosters at this point. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with that. I, I I do want to talk about Nikhil Harry and Tim and I, I remember that combine and Tim and I, after the combine thinking to ourselves, Nikhil Harry was so dominant in that, in that combine. Like he looked like an elite player mm-hmm. and it was, it was not true. And the next, uh, the other player in that combine that looked elite was Paris Campbell. And that, had, I mean, he's been hurt all the time, but those two in the combine looked dominant. So watch your college tape and figure figure out some things because there are some smart people out there, smarter than I am, that once told me that Nikhil Harry can't separate. Doug, you brought up an excellent point about Christian Wilkerson. Like, I'm just going to keep an eye out and see what he does. During the playoffs, Pats are going to go into the playoffs. See if he gets utilized. See if he can pick up the blocking schemes. That's what Harry really tr- got had trouble with. Uh, wide receivers for New England are notorious for Pat for blocking the run because it's a run-first offense. If Wilkerson can hold up, I mean, he may be an eye for next season because the way Mac Jones played, it was the 15th draft pick against the first-round draft pick, the first overall draft pick. And man, I, I think Jacksonville may have gotten it wrong. Mac Jones, a perfect game manager, QBR 94.5, solid. 
over 200 yards passing, three touchdowns, no interceptions. He Good is coaching. smart. Great <laughs> coaching. Has a lot to do with it, yeah. But you know what? Mac Jones? If Trevor was on New England, he would be outstanding. And what it's do you because think? I, I do think so because I think coaching – matters and it the fact that trevor lawrence was put in the situation that he is and how bad it went like we're we're not talking about a coach that just didn't do well we're talking about a coach that burned the whole place down and trevor <laughs> he lit a match trevor's confidence in himself and everything it, it probably isn't there anymore and that matters with a young kid so uh, i mean a kid that's been winning his whole entire life and goes into a dumpster fire like Jacksonville and how urban ran that, like that's tough. And it's going to be interesting to see if he can come out of that. So he's, he's your second chance candidate for 2022. Is that what you're saying? He, I don't, I don't know if or I would actually have trade to wait. for him because have his to wait price, like two, at least two years for this his price for this is kid still to pay high. Off. His, his price is still going to be high. And I don't know if I'm willing to pay that price. I'd rather, I'd rather go for somebody else. That's fair. All right, let's keep it moving. I want to talk about the craziest thing I saw today. Tampa, <laughs> Tampa Bay and the New York Jets. Jets person, God. that too. So Jets are winning this game. Tampa Bay comes screaming back. Third quarter, all of a sudden, I'm like watching Red Zone, and they're showing Antonio Brown taking off his shirt, taking off his gloves. He's like waving to people, giving up, throwing the deuces. Then the number one. Apparently, there was some sort of thing like Arians told him to get into the game. AB's like nah, and he just left. And it looked he they released him. I think Antonio Brown will never play in never. the NFL again after nope. that. That is the nope. that was the Vontae Davis, but not done at, in a tactful way, retiring during the game. Uh, just wild to me. We all know that AB obviously uh, he needs help. Um, that's clear. But I don't think he ever plays in the NFL again. Now to get to the game itself, Tom Brady, four hundred yards, three touchdowns, does it with you know Mike Evans, who's a little banged up. This Cyril Grayson kid out of nowhere because their their depth chart from LSU. Their depth chart is you know no Godwin, no Perryman, no AB. Uh, So Cyril Grayson steps up. Gronk has a great game with over 100 yards on seven receptions. Ronald Jones gets hurt. The running backs don't do anything against the Jets, which is this like a smash start for any Tampa Bay running back, and that didn't work out for the Jets. Nothing crazy here. Michael Carter looked good until he left the game with a concussion. Yeah, uh, I'm. Uh, I am going out and trying to acquire Michael Carter this offseason. Yes. I think he is very, very good. Um, but yeah, I, I, that's all. It just AB was the wildest thing I saw today <laughs> by far. Yeah, the funny part about the AB thing was that he was six receptions away from getting a, I believe, three hundred and fifty thousand dollar bonus. There was a bunch. Or was it of, a six hundred and sixty-six? There was like almost was a million something. dollars worth of incentives that were easily yeah. reachable in the next two games. Yeah, and uh, well, he obviously doesn't care, and uh, we bid you, we bid you goodwill. See you. Goodbye. I want to know. I want to know what the Uber driver thought when AB came into the Uber with his his football pads on, and just like a bag, like he had no shirt on, everything. I'm guessing he didn't even change. I'm guessing he just grabbed his bag, didn't change, just left. Like he got the Uber. He's like, "Hey, take me. I need to get some food. I want to go chill." Like. AB, you're done. We all thought that, hey, this guy could play another two years and and be pretty good to he's done probably in the NFL in literally two weeks. Like this is AB to a T. Like, and the fact is that we aren't even surprised 
that His is 30 the crazy for 30 thing. is going to be wild. It's going to be it's going to be great. And he is literally one of the greatest receivers we've ever been able to watch. And his his time in Pittsburgh was insane. He was so good. Mm-hmm. But man, I don't know what happened if it was actually like that concussion, concussion concussions, but man, he go like off. Who knows? Um I do want to talk about uh yeah, like Michael Carter, huge buy. Uh, another player, don't forget about Elijah Mitchell. We'll we'll talk about him. Uh, Elijah Moore. We'll we'll talk about Mitchell. But uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach Wilson, another meh game. These quarterbacks, yikes. Like uh we have Dave in the chat talking about the 2021 quarterback class. It could be one of the most overrated classes we've ever came to. And I agree, like this quarterback class was so hyped, so hyped, like Fields, Lance. Uh, Trevor Lawrence and, and people love Mac Jones all the same. And and I know there was truthers out there for Zach Wilson saying, Hey, he's got Pat Mahomes ceiling, man. All wrong. Who said that? Like, There's only wrong. one Pat Mahomes people. Like, There's only one Pat Mahomes and Hey, he's even playing like Zach Wilson, but <clears throat> it's, it's a, it's a crazy world we live in. Uh, yeah. And Le'Veon Bell, I, I was watching highlights of this game and I'm like, who <laughs> the heck is this number eight? Yeah. Man, yep. uh, they they miss Fournette and Godwin. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see them try and uh, repeat as Super Bowl champions. Yeah, Tom Brady, you got even more responsibility now. Congrats! All right, before we get on to the next game, I did want to give a shout out to Trophy Smack, one of our sponsors today for this podcast. Use code DHH Ring. Obviously, it's Championship Week. If you haven't gone out and bought a trophy, a grill, a belt, or anything like that already, go on to trophysmack.com. Use code DHHRING, and you will get a free $60 value championship ring. So you need to do that. You owe it to whoever won your league to give them an awesome, awesome trophy. And then to be able to pass it around. I have a Trophy Smack belt that, unfortunately, I have to ship back um, because I didn't repeat this year. But I'm coming for it next year, Tyler. You know this. Um, and it's a beautiful belt. It has our names on it. It's awesome. I got to enjoy it for a year and now I have to, I'll hug it. I'll give it a good kiss, maybe with some lipstick so I can leave that on there for whoever wins you know, it. You know what we should do, Doug? We should yeah. get trophy smack rings for our title in trade addict seven, because we have all but locked that baby up. Uh, thanks to, to Devontae oh, Adams. Yeah. Devontae uh, Adams killing me another league. Come on. I mean, dude. I would love to get a couple rings to celebrate this this victory. They're, they're quite heavy, gentlemen. Yeah, they're, they're girthy. They, they've got some... <laughs> I mean, in Jersey... Tyler you know, Gerthner. These are multi-purpose... These are, these are multi-purpose <laughs> rings in Jersey. You know, they got some weight to them. You put a couple on. You win a couple championships and you rule the boardwalk. That's what it, that's what it is. Yeah. I love it. I love yeah. it. All right. Let's, Trophy smack. Hit them up. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get to the next game. I don't have much for this game. It's the Eagles winning uh, over the Washington football team 20-16. to And this one, Antonio Gibson was out. There was also no J.D. McKissick again. So it was all Jarrett Patterson. I like what I saw. I like Jarrett Patterson. I liked him coming out of Buffalo. I've got him in a bunch of dynasty leagues. 12 for 57 and a touchdown and 5 for 41 through the air, which was great. You know, Terry McLaurin has a okay game against Darius Slay. I actually benched him in a league because he locked up. Uh, Slay locked him up a couple of weeks ago, but 7 for 61 on eight targets. Another rough day for Terry McLaurin. Get the man a quarterback. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, for Philadelphia, no passing touchdowns, no rushing touchdowns for Jalen Hurts. So a bit of a disappointment there. It was all Boston Scott with his two touchdowns, getting the lead roll with Miles Sanders out with his broken hand. And then for receiving, you got Dallas Goddard, solid game on seven targets, six for 71. Devonta Smith, very hit or miss in his rookie year, but I like what I see 
going forward. What do you think, James? Yeah, I mean, I don't mind Devontae Smith going forward, but it's going to be hit or miss. Uh, We see this offense looking more and more like a run-heavy offense every single week. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they made another move in the offseason for another running back. Miles Sanders getting a little bit up in age, dealing with injuries year after year. I believe he's coming up on a contract. He may or may not be. Don't don't vet me on he's that. He's got one year left, and then I yeah. think he's a free agent in 2023. So there, there's that. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're in a rebuild. I, I think Jalen Hurts did enough this season to secure himself another shot at the starting role next year. Uh for the Eagles, I think they keep Minshew as a, as a viable backup and to, to test Hurts in the offseason, maintain, keeping him growing. And we said it months ago about Jared Patterson. And Tyler, I will tip my hat to you, sir. You you put me on to him. I watched some film. Patterson crushed it today. And up against the uh, top 12 run defense in the Eagles, uh, they he did a great job. Yeah, yeah, never caught a pass in college, and uh, or, or was it eight passes? And he got five today. Uh, I do want to give a a shout out to Al in the league that Doug is talking about with the belt. Uh, our our friend Al is in the championship game, and he actually slid Patterson against in the matchup, like the the cojones you have to have. I start I started him that. in a league, and I almost put him in my dynasty league because James Conner was a game time decision, and I almost put Patterson in, and I waited, and then <sighs> I went from Conner to to Justin Jackson. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean Patterson, he's uh, Gibson was the da- the darling this off season. I mean, there's always one, and he just couldn't stay healthy, and forever dinged thought- up. Yeah, we all thought that Gibson was going to be the pass catcher too, and that never came came about. But I mean, this team looks pretty good, but they need a quarterback. And if they were to get a quarterback, Terry McLaurin's value will will skyrocket. So if you have an opportunity to get McLaurin for a, a pretty decent price, I would actually do that because he's twenty six. He'll be twenty seven next season in season and i i think he's a he's a pretty good buy right now i would agree let's keep it moving we had the rams beating the baltimore ravens 20 to 19 so a nice close game here stafford he hasn't looked great the last few weeks two touchdowns here two picks michelle gets the gets all the running back carries he had 19 they had 20 carries as a team and stafford had one 19 for 74 did get you a touchdown so if you started sony michelle again he was solid for you he has been for the last month um obviously cam Akers. He's active, um, but he didn't play uh, in this game. Cooper Cup, this was a matchup where I thought Cooper Cup was absolutely going to smash, and he still had a great game. Six for 95 and a touchdown, but for Cooper Cup standards, that's pretty quiet. Are you selling? I I honestly want to know. Cooper Cup. I think you have to. Yeah. I think you have to. I mean, when you have a season like this where he's probably going to break Megatron's yardage record and he's scoring a ton of touchdowns, you have to. Did he break Michael Thomas's reception record? Um, I don't know for sure. If not, he's going to probably. Yeah, he's week. he's going to. Yeah, this is the I, pinnacle. You sell at the pinnacle. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Van Jefferson. Okay, Odell Beckham has a touchdown. Tyler Higby. Congrats if you start if you had the cojones to start Tyler Higby. Cool. Uh, for the Ravens, there was no Lamar Jackson, so it was Tyler Huntley who looked, I thought, pretty good again in this one. Uh, Mark Andrews continues his dominant performance with six targets six for 89 i'm really interested in baltimore next year when they get gus edwards and jk dobbins back with a healthy lamar jackson with mark andrews with rashad bateman 
I think Baltimore could be, we've seen flashes for Baltimore this year. And I think if they get an actual run game back, they're not relying on Devonta Freeman and Latavius Murray and Le'Veon Bell and the corpse of my dead grandmother. Like they could be. (laughs) Sammy Watkins? How much much did she sign for? I want to know. Uh, league minimum, veteran. Who's, minimum. who's their agent? <laughs> veteran minimum. Okay. Veteran minimum. Um, I, I think the Ravens could be a really exciting team next year because Dobbins and Edwards are both really good players, yeah. and uh, I think that they could unlock everything else. Well, they they both tore ACLs, right? There was no Achilles. In Correct. There. Yes. Okay. Correct. So, I, I think I thought. I, I don't know why my mind went to Achilles for Gus, but that was my worry because of age. I mean, you, with Achilles, it's more age for me than it is uh, than it is for anything. But I mean, Dobbins is going to be such a value. He is forgotten everywhere, and this running back class coming into NFL drafts. Well, I mean, we're going to talk about it this offseason, but it is okay. There's a couple good players. I like Kenneth Walker out of Michigan State, and, and other than that. I am getting an Acres. I'm going out and getting a Dobbins. Uh, a Swift's late season fall could drop his value a little bit to where you can go get Swift. I am absolutely loving the Dobbins value because he's so forgotten and people are like, oh, he's not going to catch passes. I I tend to agree in a way because of Lamar. But man, he sure can run the ball and that's all we need him to do. <laughs> yeah. Anything on this game, James? No, not too much. I think we covered most of it. Um, Van Jefferson's I, I just, a goodbye. Van Jefferson's a goodbye? It's a second-round pick in draft season. I would do it. I'm going to be interested to see what happens with Robert Woods because I think the Rams oh, are going to yeah, be one true. of those teams. They're going to have to make some – they're going to have to either make some trades or some cuts. I'm pretty sure he's locked it. in for the next two years. Yeah, Robert they just Woods. resigned him. They just resigned him. So it's going to be interesting. Odell Beckham may move on. It was yeah. a one-year deal. Van Jefferson – Van Jefferson has a lot of potential. So, yeah, if you want to go out and purchase uh, Van that, Jefferson, not yeah. not on the cheap, you're going to pay his value what it is right now. It's probably I'm, like a, at it's least not a, a mid-second. It's not a, it's not a late early. first. No, no. it's definitely not a late first now. No, no I, didn't um, say, I didn't say late first. I said you were mid-second. Going to, you were going I to. I said no. mid-second. <laughs> let's move on, boys. No fighting. Jesus. Ladies. <laughs> All right, let's get to, let's get on to the Broncos and the Chargers. Uh, uh, yeah, definitely an uh. I mean, the running game for Denver didn't do anything today. The Chargers have been notorious for giving up rushing yards, but it could be because like there was a combination of Drew Locke. We saw Brett Rippon. We saw Kendall Hinton. Remember him, the emergency QB? He threw a pass today. What we did see, we did see Noah Fant actually do something for the first time in a while. Six for ninety-two and a touchdown. Like you started Noah Fant this week. Awesome. He was a tight end one, and it was amazing. Corlin Sutton, uh, he had a couple of moves in this game that were really, really nice. I, you know, Sutton is a guy that I've always liked. And coming off the ACL injury, if they get a quarterback, he's another guy that I'm really high on. Um, I just have to say his name because I do every time I can. Elbert Okawebunam, just because I want to say it. Uh, for the Chargers, Eckler does what Eckler does. He gets he gets a touchdown. He gets over 100 yards from scrimmage. Uh, Justin Jackson did get some work in this one and he looked pretty good. He's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. So I think he's a sneaky guy that he could end up somewhere and get some work. Um, Atlanta. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad as a third down. Pass Atlanta, needs, he could Atlanta do more. needs a big all around running back. Like they need. Well, they Jackson's need, never going to be the guy. He'll be a complimentary. Javante Williams. That's who they, Oh wait, Watch, hold on. It's going to be Marlon Mack and Justin Jackson running the ball oh, for Deonta Atlanta Foreman and <laughs> Justin Jackson. 
Uh, but the Chargers didn't have to do much in this game. So, I mean, Herbert played pretty well. But, you know, Mike Williams has a deep touchdown. Keenan Allen, classic 4 for 44, but he did score. I, there wasn't really much going on in here. We saw Josh Palmer get a red zone look, which is nice to see. If Mike Williams moves on, I think Palmer is going to be the guy uh, as the number two target. And then Jared Cook, who's probably going to, you know, bring him out to the pasture. And obviously we saw the scary injury, injury to John Parham. Uh, and he's on the IR, but Parham is a guy that I love as a potential starting tight end. Uh, and we've seen some positive things from Trey McKitty too. So I think this Chargers offense, yeah. even if they don't have, <laughs> even if they don't have Mike Williams, um, they have some pieces that can step up and do some things, which is, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, Drew Locke, I don't like at all. He's you a used run- to love he is Drew Locke. Running back. He is a running back killer. I mean, he, he, he hates throwing to the running backs. There was a couple of throws to Melvin Gordon where he just hated doing it. You could feel it. He's just like, Ugh. I don't want to do it. I he's, it. He's just sitting there. He's like, oh, it's only 10 yards. I don't get to chuck it. Ugh. So he just throws it to the running back a couple of times. It, it's Drew. I heard the announcer say Drew Locke is auditioning for his 2021. It may not be with. De- it's like in the no, league. No, he's not. He is Blake Bortles. That's who he is. That's he fair. Is, and Blake Bortles might be better than at Drew least, At least Blake Bortles got a team to an AFC championship game. 100%. Uh, Javante is still really good. Yeah, this was a smash play for me for Javante, and he did not pan out. Uh, just it, it is what it is. They they were not scared of Drew Locke beating them, so they went to stop the two running backs, and that was a smart play by the Chargers. And, uh, yeah, we have... Uh, we have Dave in the chat saying he's hanging out to his Judy shares me as well. I know chef you are nope. not. Nope. I, I differ. I mean, he didn't get any, any catches because he's got COVID. So chef is going to take that as a W in yeah. this. <laughs> Tim Patrick. He, I mean, he equal Tim Patrick this week. So, you know, we're right there with it. Beautiful. Yes. Uh, but no, I Palmer for all of us is a huge buy. We all love Palmer in here. And yeah, like you said, Doug, getting red zone targets. I, Herbert seems to really like him and looks for him. And you can tell when when Palmer's in and, and, and doing one of the main reads in the route. Herbert's not scared to throw it to him. All right, let's move on to the next game. This one, there's not a lot to, gl- to glean here except for a very exciting rookie quarterback. For the Houston Texans, they score seven points. The Niners Which one? No. <laughs> yeah, the, the Niners. I like the way Davis Mills has played. Not in this one so much, but they the Niners win twenty three to seven for the you know Houston. Brandon Cooks comes off the COVID list. Eleven targets, seven for sixty six and a touchdown. He's just he's like a, he's one of those quarterback proof guys, is what he's showing. Um, that he's just a good ball player. Rex Burkhead gets a ton of usage here. Cool. He's like thirty five years old. Whatever. Um, you know, you're you're interested in Nico Collins. You're Six interested receptions in, for Burkhead though. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, is, is, is he going to be in? Is he going to be in the league next year? I don't know. No. Uh, you're interested in Nico Collins. You're interested in Brevin Jordan to see what those guys do. Um, you know, obviously for 2022, for the Niners, we get a sneak peek of what their future might look like. And Trey Lance, I thought looked pretty dang good. 16 to 23, 249, two touchdowns. Did have a pick, but he also ran the ball eight times for 31 yards. Another thing was Elijah Mitchell. He's been a guy that's been banged up too a little bit here and there. Kind of like Antonio Gibson. He gets banged up, but he plays. Well, he's missed the last couple of weeks, but he comes back, gets all the running back share, 21 carries. Jeff Wilson doesn't touch the friggin' ball. They love Elijah Mitchell. Yep. 21. No other running back touched the ball except for Elijah Mitchell. 
Yeah, so 21 for 119, 2 for 11 through the air and a touchdown. They love Elijah Mitchell. Now, Debo did get seven carries in this one. I think he got a touchdown call back too. Ayuk has a long reception, 4 for 94. Debo, 3 for 63 with a touchdown, which is great. George Kittle, though, my concern with Trey Lance at quarterback is, is if Kittle's going to be able to get the kind of workload where he's going to be a locked and loaded top five tight end next year. Now, we talked about this two weeks ago, and and I mentioned what happens when Lance takes over, and mm. then we get the sneak peek this week with Lance at the helm, and we were trying to pick out who was going to be affected the most. Was it going to be Ayuk? Was it going to be Debo? And this week it was George Kittle, and for him to be carrying people to their fantasy championships in weeks 14 <laughs> and 15 and 16 – to bottom out the way he did this oh. week, um, it, it, it's depressing. Hmm. I mean, you could try to buy him. I don't. I don't think I would want to pay full Nick, price. I'm Not after selling. what I just saw today. Yeah. I mean, he's more of a sell for me. And and that if you can get full value for him, absolutely. I'm 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 dishing him off. Yeah, bingo. Uh, Talk to me about Trey Lance, Tyler. He had what that one interception, which is a throw to Kittle. It was more of a on on a string type throw he didn't put much air under it which he'll learn but other than that yeah i mean the rollouts they had on him the design runs shanahan's gonna know how to use him i still think shanahan's a little bitter that they didn't go mac jones because shanahan <laughs> is like that trust me i know you know you should have just ran the ball in the super bowl we would have won but who am i to say what's good coaching or not but shanahan definitely is uh i think he'll he'll learn to really like trey lance we all know the story about the pick and how he wanted mac jones and it was trey lance but trey lance has shown a lot to me a lot of growth from his other other start he had uh yeah but i do think that Ayuk will be just fine what trey lance likes to do he likes to roll out and go deep and Ayuk will be perfect for that another buy we'll talk about is Ayuk because i think he is a perfect perfect fit for what Trey Lance likes to do. And Elijah Mitchell is going to be the, one of the most interesting off season stories because I do think he is the starter. Mm -hmm. And I think that, I mean, we've just seen production every time he touches the field. He is a very good running back. The issue is, is how many touches will he last? Cause he, he's not a big framed guy. He's built like Alvin Kamara, but his injury history is a little larger than Kamara. Yeah, like I said, he's been playing banged up for a good part of the season, for sure. All right, let's move on to the next game. The Arizona Cardinals squeak one out against the Dallas Cowboys, 25-22. to Kyler looked good in this game. Actually had some passing touchdowns. Yeah, he had two of them. Uh, put nine put nine carries for 44 yards on the ground. James Conner was a late, not a late scratch, but he was inactive. So if you had to late swap like I did, that was great. Uh, great opportunity for Chase Edmonds. He didn't do a ton with it. I mean, he got a lot of touches. He got 23 touches for about 80 yards, no scores. Christian Kirk led the team in targets once again, six for 79. Um, Antoine Wesley, he's he's becoming a thing. Like he's um, been pretty steady for Kyler Murray. Two touchdowns today. I'm I don't so know where this kid this. came from. <laughs> I'm so mad about it because I was staring at him when I got the news for Connor, and I'm like, do I pick him up or do I just play Jamal Williams? And I want to playing Jamal Williams, and uh, I should have picked up Antoine Wesley. I would have been looking at another. W. So Wesley, who's he remind you guys of? I, I've watched a lot of him lately. He, God, I don't know. Michael, if it's, Michael Pittman. 
No, no, he's I more Robbie like Anderson. A, really, I don't think he's that. I Robbie think I'm Anderson? thinking like the way that he's Not, structured. Like I was gonna say, structure, structured wise, like body frame. He's a very slender, tall guy. Uh, maybe his his comp is Slenderman. Maybe that's it. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe he's gonna, like, go, he's gonna go viral. I don't know if he's. <laughs> I don't know. What's his measurements? <laughs> He's 6'4", about 200. 206. 6'4", 206. From Texas Tech. He's 24. He'll be 25 next season. I think once Hopkins comes back and they get Rondell Moore, who I do agree they are going to try to implement more in the offense next season. If they're smart. Yeah. Uh, Wesley will kind of be an afterthought. But, hey, if you can sure. get a third. He'll be, like the, he'll be like Andy Isabella. Yeah. If you can get like a third. Greg Dortch sighting, by the way. Right? I, I was mean, like, whoa, Greg Dortch Tra- is making plays. Travis Travis May's favorite draft pick that year. That was the first person I thought of was like, oh, man, Dortch is making plays. Where's Travis at? He's going to be glowing somewhere. Uh, let's talk about the Cowboys a little bit. Dak starts off really slow after his great game last week, but ends up picking it up. He gets you three touchdown passes, which you love to see. Uh, Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard. <laughs> puked all over their shoes. CD Lamb, blah. Michael Gallup, unfortunately. This is the terrible news. Uh, I hate it when a, uh, a receiver tears his ACL regardless, but especially one going into his free agent year. We saw it with Chris Godwin a couple of weeks ago. Gallup catches a touchdown. It's beautiful much catch. Been, yeah, it's pretty much been confirmed that he did tear his ACL. Went three for 36 with a touchdown. Cedric Wilson had a touchdown. Amari Cooper. <laughs> But he got you a touchdown, three for 18. Um, again, Dalton Schultz, 10 freaking targets. It's He's he's like the steady drumbeat in this offense, it's and gross. it's bizarre to me. <laughs> it, it's so gross. I mean, when they can't do the play-action pass, C.D. Lamb struggles because he can't get enough time to get open because the pass rush is coming at, at Dak. And I know they had their left tackle Smith back. But, man, if they can't run the ball, they struggle. Uh, on offense, passing the ball, and the the thing is, is is Zeke Zeke anymore? I I haven't really seen it. There People was like, oh. one run that he that he had. It was, it was like 15 yards, and it got called back. And I was like, "Whoa, Zeke looked like fast on that play." But that was the only time I saw it. Yeah, it's it's going to be hard because they got that contract. Um, it's they're going to have an interesting offseason. Uh, I do think. I mean, everybody's talking about CD Lamb being the number one wide receiver in Dynasty. Nope. Well, that ain't true anymore. Nope. <laughs> because he's, he he's he's fighting with targets next season. Yes, Gallup will be gone, but I do think they like Cedric Wilson a lot out of Boise. He's played he, well. He's played well when you know when Gallup's been hurt. Gallup, I I, I do think he's done. He he could be Kansas City's number two receiver. Uh, it'll be That'd interesting be to see how long he takes to recover from the ACL, but he's got what eight months until the week one. So yeah. he might have some time to recover. We've seen ACLs go from being a year and a half to now. I don't know. I mean, eight, Cam Akers Achilles is like six months. So yeah. <laughs> anything is possible. I like it. All right, let's move on. Uh, this next game was a, a, a turd. Uh, it was the New Orleans Saints, 18 Carolina Panthers, 10. Uh, Donald stinks. Chuba Hubbard's inefficient. He got you a touchdown. Cool. And uh, Ian Thomas led the team in receiving. <laughs> God, that's all you hey, need. To know. Um, Terrace, Terrace Marshall, first two tar- game, two targets. Something. Yeah. Woo! I mean, I didn't even see him on the field a bunch because uh, what's his name? Shy Smith. He he actually became the quote unquote slot receiver for him. 
But man, uh, oh, boy. Uh, the player that's going to be interesting is DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. I mean, start off crazy, crazy hot. And now he's got what? Three straight thousand yard seasons now. Yeah. But I mean, he's a quarterback. You, yeah. Bad. And uh, the, I think they're the, they're the team that takes a quarterback first. I or think Carolina, Deshaun Watson, they're yeah. the Deshaun Watson front runners. I right mean, now. if Watson goes to Carolina, Ooh boy. With McCaffrey and Moore yeah, and Robbie, just, like I like that. I like, I like that a lot. All yeah. of the players get a boost. Uh, for New Orleans, Taysom Hill played okay. Um, you know, led the team in rushing with 45 yards. Kamara, he did get you a touchdown, 100 yards from, Finally. from scrimmage. Uh, a player that's been coming on at the end of the season here for the last few weeks has been Marquez Calloway. Now, I know a lot of people blew fab on him, like in Scott Fishbowl and early Not in the season. Not only fab. Yes. Um, But, you know, he was a a preseason darling. He looked great in the preseason. And if you spent that money on him, you were like, where's my return on investment? Well, you didn't get it until the last few weeks. But Callaway, he had a couple drops in this one, but a lot of targets. I think he's an interesting player like to have on your roster as your wide receiver four or five. Um, But I kind of kind of low key like Callaway. He's I don't think he's the number one guy. And he was forced into that role because Michael Thomas, if he ever plays football for the Saints again, who knows? Um, but Callaway is a guy that, that I do like, and, um, I think he's a solid NFL receiver who I like having on my roster and I wouldn't mind getting him, um, in some deals as like, uh, I'll get your Marquez Callaway and I'll give you a player that maybe I don't like as much to get Callaway back. Um, maybe there's a player that someone values more than I do type of thing, but Robbie this Anderson. game, this game was, yeah, this game was booty cheeks. That's all I'm saying. Both uh, teams need a quarterback. Agreed with the quarterback situation. Um, one last thing about Marquez Callaway. He got a lot of targets today. There was no other competition on the field. Little Jordan Humphrey banged up, did not practice that much this week. Deontay Harris or Dante, Deontay? I can't say his I think name it's right. Deontay, yeah. Deontay Harris, same situation. Traquan Smith was out yeah. uh, of this matchup, I believe, due to COVID. Um, so Sounds about right. Yeah, it's kind of going around right now. Yeah, right. Um, that led Marquez Callaway to be the odd man out. Just, hey, you're the only one really left to stretch the field as the primary wide receiver. And the Carolina Panthers have been almost dead last against perimeter wide receivers the past four weeks. So I, I think it was just a product of things aligning correctly, more so than you can trust him. I like that he holds a little bit of value right now as the as the face of the wide receiver core but i'm capitalizing on that if anything and i think if if people see this and say oh wow he did good up against carolina their defense was really good this season i'm trying to dish him off as well agreed let's get into the last game here seattle seahawks out of Score 51 points. Uh, Detroit Lions, 29 points. Everyone is super jazzed to get DeAndre Swift back this week. They say he's going to get his full workload. You've read the blurbs. Four carries for 32 yards and two receptions for seven yards. It's a trap. DeAndre Swift, that's a tough one to eat, right? Amon Ross St. Brown continues. He's a god. He's a sun god. God dang it. 11 more targets. Eight for 111 and a touchdown. And you know what he did? He's like, you know what? I'll throw in a rushing touchdown. I'll get you two touchdowns. I'll get you 133 yards from scrimmage, and I'll be a wide receiver one. Amon Ross St. Brown, league winner in his rookie year for you these last few weeks, has been awesome. I'm really excited for next year when they get Hawkinson back. They have Amon Ra. 
Um, they, they're probably going to have a lot of money in free agency, so they're probably going to sign somebody. And then they still have Swift, who I love, and so does Tyler. For Seattle, Russell Wilson bounce back game, four touchdowns. But this was all about Rashad Penny, man. Like 25 for 170 and two touchdowns. He had over 100 yards at the half. Um, he's a thick boy. I'll put it that way. Uh, it's going to be <laughs> my, interesting. Fa- my favorite part was when he was running. When he was running on one of the rounds, you could see everything. He moving. Saw some open, he saw some open field, and you know how, like you and I, when we want to take off, we put you our like heads down. You like swing your arm in a we, weird way to like, like balance yourself. Like we look down to be like a little more aerodynamic, and we just get really into it. That's what Penny did. Like a yeah. lot of like super, super athletic people, they keep their head straight and they try to not bounce their head as much. That's the whole key to yes. to keep to keep a good pace and everything. Penny did not care. Like he's like, he put his head down and he, you could tell he just, he just pushed on that oomph foot oomph button and just took off. But that oomph button was not as instead, full. Instead of trying to balance himself with his feet, he's so top heavy. He was like using his arm, like a windmill to balance himself <laughs> at one point. And I was like, the, the whole I Baker feel this. Mayfield it, running down the field I feel thing. this in my core as a, uh, as a, for, I spent much of my life as a heavier set guy that played, that played uh, football and other sports. I was like, I, I feel this, this is me right here. Um, but DK Metcalf bounces back with a huge game for you. So if you made the championship game and DK was on your roster, congrats, three touchdowns, Why? six for six. He didn't help me win. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he, he's got what 12 or 13 touchdowns on the season. So I know the, the last month for DK has been disappointing, but at least he did deliver here. Tyler Lockett got a short touchdown and didn't really do much. Otherwise he was suffering from some after effects of COVID. So his snap count was down. Um, Rashad Penny is going to be a free agent at the end of the year. So guys like him, Sony Michelle are going to be free agents. It's going to be super interesting to see where they land. I don't think Seattle's going to, I mean, they have Chris Carson who just maybe, resigned, who just resigned. So but maybe they bring back, have a to potential back out. I, I don't know. I was looking at it right now and I have it in front of me. Um, Chris Carson has a potential out. Yeah. Uh, 3 million cap hit in Which 2022. Isn't so, much. Yeah. And the fact that Russell Wilson, his cap could actually be off of the team roster. <laughs> that is true. So they could, uh, I mean, yeah, they could bring I him think back. they try to squeeze Chris Carson out, but I mean, that doesn't, don't leave that out of them trying to draft another running back. Like, cause they draft what two and every this, year. This yeah, team they, could Penny, look they com- took in the first round. This yeah. team could look completely different next year too. So what you could say is like, Hey, you know, Penny had some open lanes because of Russ Wilson. I mean, it's also the lions as well. So, uh, I mean, worst rushing uh, team in the NFL. I mean, Penny, I, I'm going to kind of loop him in with uh, with Singletary. Just, uh, I, I feel like it's kind of a, a late-season trap, and if I were able to get away from him for, hey, if you have both on your team, package them and get an early second and a third. Yeah, I like Singletary more than Penny, personally. Yeah, penny a single, single Penny. Room. Combine single, the two. You get a single a Penny. A single Solitary. Single Penny. <laughs> so, you like that? Single solitary penny? I gotta go. That was dumb. <laughs> hey. That was terrible. Well, that is gonna wrap us up for this week. There is a game going on right now, Minnesota and Green Bay. It's not Devontae much of a game. Devontae Adams is doing Devontae Adams things and Sean Mannion stinks out loud and it's affecting Kellen everyone Mond. on that team. Put him in. I was I'm hoping. I have a lot of Mond. I have a lot of Mond on my roster, so I'd like to see what he can do, but that's interesting. So I want to thank our sponsors, Fantasy Points. So like I said, go onto their website. You can pre-order and get 25% off for next year's package, the Greg Cosell, the draft stuff, everything. Everything's exciting about Dynasty is going on Fantasy Points, so make sure you check that out. 
And then also check out Trophy Smack. Like I said, you need a trophy, trophysmack.com. They're Mark Cuban backed. They've been on Shark Tank. They are the most legit trophy company in the business. Use code DHHRING to get yourself a $60 value. We saw James flaunting it. He's going to, yeah, I'm going to punch you guys. You pay me, you give me my money. Uh, there it is right there on screen if you're watching on anything like that. This show over this game. You know, Dave, you are not wrong. This show is greater than the game that is currently going on. So if you uh, watched us instead of the game, thank you. And Subscribe thank you. on YouTube. And thank you for joining us during the season. I want to give a shout out again to Chasing Points for filling in every other week. Um, you know, the regular season is tough for Dynasty. But now we are going to hit the bread and butter. Like I said, we get that jolt of energy. Like I just drank a rain or a bang energy and I'm jacked up and I am ready to go. And I'm excited to bring that energy for you next week when we redraft this 2021 rookie class. So join us next week on the Dynasty Happy Hour.